0: Green juice, cucumber celery apple. If I want a little sweeter, I might use a pineapple. Green juice. All this deliciousness. Hey, fresh cruciferous. Got me feeling magnificent. I got green juice. Hello, listeners. I'm Amanda Meisick, a graduate student at UTSA and an intern here at Gardopia Gardens. Today I'll be talking to Jess Reed, a fourth-year PhD anthropology student at UTSA. Welcome. Hi,
1: thanks for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity.
0: Awesome, so Jess, I'd love to get to know more about the research you do. But first, can you explain a little bit about what anthropology is for our listeners?
1: Sure thing. So broadly speaking, anthropology is the study of humanity and cultures. The discipline looks at humans and cultures, both living and non-living across time and space. And we do this through four different fields. And those fields are archeology, span uh, biological anthropology, linguistic anthropology, and cultural anthropology. Now, within cultural anthropology, there is a subfield called medical anthropology, and this is my specialty. And the Society for Medical Anthropology defines this subfield as one that seeks to understand the factors which influence health and well being, the illness experience, the prevention and treatment of sickness, the healing process. Social relations of therapy management and the cultural, uh, the importance of culture and how it's utilized in healthcare settings.
0: Awesome, thanks. Uh, anthropology is just such an interesting, diverse field, and I found that one of its benefits is that it is so interdisciplinary. So, what kind of research are you doing specifically?
1: So, my research analyzes a couple of things within the San Antonio community. Uh, I look at how patients in physical rehabilitation hospitals experience the recovery process after they've endured bodily trauma or severe acute illnesses that resulted in hospitalization. You know, not everyone who gets discharged from a hospital gets to go home right away. Some of them have to go to a rehabilitation hospital, and what happens there is they relearn or retrain their bodies to build up physical capabilities and mobility. Alongside this, I also analyze how care practices in clinical and non-clinical spaces uh, impact impact the patient experience overall. And one of the central concepts in my research deals with something called therapeutic landscapes. Uh, This was developed by a geographer named Will Gessler, again, speaking to how you emphasize the interdisciplinary approaches. This concept of therapeutic landscapes was developed by a geographer named Bill Gessler, and it explores ideas of creating health and well-being within particular places, so not just limited to hospitals. Uh, So Gessler breaks down this concept into three components, and they are the physical or material environment. So this includes the natural and the built environment, the social environment, and the symbolic environment. And the idea was intended to help us understand how a person's interaction with their physical environment, the social interactions that unfold in these places and the mental activities that take place there can facilitate or contribute to the healing process. Now, this is a wonderful theory to explore because again, it allows us to consider how practices and spaces outside of a hospital setting can continue to facilitate the healing and recovery process for patients healing, healing and recovery, they continue well beyond the hospital and clinical settings. And I feel like it's, it's easy to forget that because we're so accustomed to identifying hospitals as these monuments or spaces of healing. And it might be very easy to overlook the potential of healing or the therapeutic benefits from other places like the home or outside areas or other relevant community spaces, whether those are also indoors or outdoors.
0: Yeah, I find that really fascinating that you think about how healing can happen in any location. And also, I think it's important to emphasize that we're not just talking about physical healing, but we can also think about healing our minds and thinking about social healing as well. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, What motivated you or got you interested in this type of work?
1: So about five years ago, I was a patient in a physical rehab hospital, and I was there for about three weeks. I had suffered an acute illness that was triggered by my rare autoimmune disorder. Uh, As a result, I had to learn how to walk again, how to get myself up from the floor in case I fell. Essentially, I had to retrain my body's fine and gross motor skills to to get back to my previous normal, and I say that with air quotes, my previous normal baseline. The rehab hospital I was in had a nice garden area outside where therapy could take place. And it involved things such as tending to the landscape, navigating the outdoor space in general, whether that was by walking, walking with a cane, or navigating a wheelchair. Because inside a hospital, it's a sterile environment, smooth ground and everything. But once you just go outside, the terrain changes. That affects mobility from the get-go. So although this outside space was technically a therapy space where activities were done as part of your therapeutic regimen, It was also a space that patients could enjoy company, but from their visitors, you know, they could sit outside, chat, take in the air, have a snack or whatever. Um, So you don't typically get that outdoor experience in a general hospital. Not all hospitals have access to this kind of space. So having that as part of the rehabilitation therapy and as an experience in general, I felt it's very important to the recovery process, or at least it was to mine. So, After my recovery, this exposure to rehab and the healing process fostered numerous forms of change in my own personal life. Uh, This includes me spending more time outside in general, uh, becoming more physically active by taking up running. Mind you, I was never a runner prior to this, let alone I never even considered running before any of this even happened to me. And I also became a plant mom, and I started taking an interest in developing my own green thumb With some success, hooray. <laughs> um, but it's been a slow process for me overall. I mean, it's been five years now, but these are all things that I attach to my own physical rehab experience. Being a runner is a very tactile experience. Um, you know, you may have shoes on when you hit the pavement, but you're very aware of how your body moves and projects itself with every stride and how it lands with every step as you propel yourself forward. Um, handling plants is a very tactile experience. You know, when I'm working on my plants, changing the soil, repotting them, or what have you, I'm mindful of not only what I am doing to tend to the plant and care for it, but I'm also mindful of what these plants do to my body, how I move my hands, my arms, how I use my fingers and tap into my senses, including touch, sight, and smell.
0: I like how you talk about not only how you're affecting the environment in terms of planting, but how those plants can then affect you as well. So it's a very shared experience. So exactly. yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, so how do you think your work and your personal experience could benefit San Antonio or members of this community?
1: So I think one of the biggest things that's going to, or is, is already influencing my research is, is the COVID pandemic. So when you think about the community effects of COVID-19 in San Antonio and how many people are impacted by this, and this includes you know, how many patients are hospitalized, how many patients are in the ICU and are likely to require physical rehab afterwards, you're talking about a considerable surge in the number of patients who will likely need some sort of physical and occupational therapy. And they're very also uh, very likely as a result to endure a prolonged recovery process within, you know, San Antonio and Bear County alone. And we're not even talking globally, you know, just focusing on our area, those numbers are going to be very high. So during our second wave of covid so we're currently still in it during our second wave on january 18th we peaked at 1520 patients in the hospital system alone on january 20th two days later we had the highest number of patients in icu um, reaching upwards of 452 patients you know compare that to summer during our first wave in july where we had 438 patients in icu those are pretty high numbers for our community and keep in mind those two numbers, they're only about five months apart. Our, our first wave was in, in July and here we are again, five months later. The headlines in San Antonio, uh, in, the, in the city's daily, daily COVID-19 update from Mayor Nuremberg and Judge Nelson that occur every night, they give us these statistics to give us a sense of how the city and our hospitals are doing overall. What we don't get to see are the physical rehabilitation rates afterwards. Uh, or what the recovery process looks like for these patients, you know. Never mind the fact that this is a novel virus, and and we're still learning a lot of the short term and long term effects on the body. This also, again, it doesn't even begin to consider the people who did con- contract COVID nineteen and didn't seek medical attention. So whether or not they didn't need it, or whether or not they felt they could afford it, you know, who knows? But that's a big segment of the population. We're also not, you know, we can't see them. So What we don't realize, again, as I mentioned earlier, is the recovery process in general continues well after a patient leaves the physical rehab hospital. Discharge, all that means is a patient is well enough to go home, according to the insurance company, if there is an insurance company involved. That doesn't mean the patient is back up to 100% or whatever their previous baseline was. So when you consider this alongside our COVID hospitalization rates and ICU peaks on top, of any normal illnesses or surgical recovery that's taking place. Again, you're thinking about a big chunk of the population in San Antonio, in Bear County, that need to utilize rehabilitation services. And that could take place in treatment, like at a hospital, or in home health services, because, you know, they can't stay at a hospital, so somebody will come to their home and do therapy with them. So I think this changes The perspective on the benefits of gardens and outdoor spaces—you know, thinking of them as more than just spaces where communities grow food and socialize, but as spaces where people in the community can participate as they continue their recovery process, both with the support of others around them and as they themselves in turn support their own community. Now. I do believe there are therapeutic, social, and health benefits for former patients, as not only they work on their own fine and on their fine and gross motor skills by gardening, but we also have the opportunity to learn what a therapeutic space is outside of clinical spaces. Healing is not, and should not be relegated to hospitals alone. So, for me, I guess to sum it all up, for me, this adds value and significance to community gardens as spaces that encompass. Additional therapeutic value beyond the health benefits that arise from you know growing food and then eating your own food that, that you you know you had a hand in. Um, I think community gardens offer a place for former patients to not only continue their physical recovery process but also serve as spaces to inspire hope for others who socialize with them because, you know, they'll be there attending to something in the garden and be like, hey, that dude had to learn how to walk at him and look at him go now, you know, moving bags of soil or what have you. It doesn't Seeing that visual reminder of where somebody was before and how you, know, you saw them recover here in the space, it, it changes the meaning of what these community gardens offer and what they can symbolize.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. So thank you so much for talking with me today. I think your research is super important, especially in the wake of COVID, as we think about alternative places of care and rehabilitation, like you mentioned. So yeah, it was great talking to you. Um, I think I learned a lot and hopefully our listeners did too. Thank you.
1: Thanks. You're welcome.
0: If you're interested in hearing our previous podcasts or want to learn more about Gardopia Gardens, you can check us out at gardopiagardens.org or follow us on our social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening!